greens and a mess of greens. That can really confuse you if you don't know greens, right? Yes, mess of greens does not mean being messy, even though sometimes <laughs> it can be messy to make them. What it means is a lot of, or a mess, all put together mm -hmm. of greens. And a lot of people are purists, Devin. Mm -hmm. I am not a purist when it comes to greens. I'm a purist about many things, but I'm not a purist when it comes to greens. I'm okay to have a melange of greens. That's a fancy word for it. Just mix it all up. A potpourri of greens. I, I will say, I'm going to brag on you a minute. You brought me some homemade greens. Mm -hmm. And it, they were the best greens I'd ever had. Don't tell Mama Pat. But they were the best greens I ever had. Oh, they were so good. I didn't even need my pepper sauce is what I call it. But the, the vinegar peppers, mm -hmm. I didn't even need it. You had, you had fixed it up. Well, we have people that have been going through summer withdrawals for greens because I don't make them in the summer. I don't mm. buy other store-bought greens. If we don't grow them, we don't make mess of greens. So, uh, typically, I do a blend of four different greens. Um, the mustard greens aren't quite big enough to use yet, so uh, I've got three different ones. And then I wanted to talk about the outcast in the back here. Mm -hmm. And this is not one that I use in a mess of greens, but Devin, you know what this is, is that right? Swiss chard, you've seen this rainbow yes, chard? Yes, Swiss chard, rainbow chard. Now. Yes, mm -hmm. and so rainbow chard is actually from the same family as beet. But okay. it's grown without the root. So yellow beet, red beet, you get mm -hmm. where it's coming from here. So, but this particular plant, the Swiss chard, is grown for the leaf. It's going to be a little bit more bitter mm -hmm. than the sweeter greens. Mm -hmm. The greens get sweet and even sweeter. Sweet like you. Uh, Once it gets a little bit colder because mm -hmm. it, it changes the bricks of the sugar content. Yeah. Within they need the, the colds. They need the cold to snap. So I would not use this in my mess of greens. I would use these to saute like spinach or to okay. it in a frittata or something like that. The other thing that I wanted to talk about is what happens when, like this has been sitting out for a little bit, so we've been getting yeah. ready, it looks a little sad, it was yeah. not very happy. What you can do is run a sink full of ice water, I have it in the back there. Mm -hmm. Take your knife, cut the ends off because just like a flower, it can now drink. Oh, okay. See, it seals over, it makes a seal right here yeah. on the vegetables. So now it can drink, it'll drink through the leaves, it'll drink through the stem. And the ice water bath goes? An ice water bath. And throw the whole thing in. Throw the whole thing in, and as I throw more, I'll keep submerging them, and that will make them bounce back just like I picked them right out of the field again. Wow. We call that hydrocooling. Hydrocooling. That's a foodie term for putting it in the ice water. And you can do that with lettuce. You can do that with scallions. So if you have head lettuce that's looking more then okay. you can make it fluff right back up. Same thing with your scallions. Anything that you can cut some of the root off of, and get in that ice water. It'll chill it up and make it very firm and delicious. That's so a great tip. Great tip. All right, so here we have some of our other favorite greens here on the farm. Kale. This variety is a red Russian kale. It's called red kale because it has the red in the stem. Mm -hmm. Then we have one of my favorites, turnip greens. A lot mm -hmm. of people don't realize that turnip greens are usually attached to turnips. These are little Japanese salad turnips. If I had bought those, I would save these greens, throw these greens in with those greens when I'm cooking a mess mm -hmm. of greens, let nothing go to waste. So I love these little Japanese salad turnips. You can roast them or you can have them raw in a salad. They're super delicious. Oh, you can eat them raw? Oh, yes. Like a radish. Raw yes, oh, man, oh, they're goodness. delicious okay. and sweet. Not quite as turnipy as a turnip, if yep. that makes sense. Yeah. 
And then last but not least, we have our collard greens here. Mm -hmm. And collards are a broader leaf kind of green. They're in the same kind of cabbage family. And they can really bulk up the recipe. They don't cook down as fast as, say, your kale or your turnip greens mm -hmm. would. Um, it gives them some volume. I love it. Um, and would you mind undoing, let's do the kale because it's fun. It gives a little bit. Mm -hmm. Can you undo that uh, yeah. bunch for me right there as I put this out of the way? Yeah, and kale, you can eat it in a salad. Are there some are some kales better in a salad than others? Um, only the kales that you know how to handle. <laughs> Meaning a lot of people don't know what to do with kale in a salad. So mm -hmm. I'm going to show you how to cook it and what to do with it in a salad okay. real quick. Alright, so this technique would work with any of the greens that we're using. But for kicks and giggles, we're going to do it with kale. Okay, this is one of those things that, oh my goodness, it's been a very stressful day and I need to get <laughs> some tension out. I know you never had any of those, do you, Deb? Never. Never, never. Alright, so now it's time to either make a mess of greens or to make a salad, and this is what you do. Whatever it is, and you just... The dog ate my homework. You got that right. And so you just, you just take all your greens, and it's so much faster than laying them out and putting it with the knife and doing all that stuff. Alright, now what we're going to do is we're going to just fold these over just like this, because they all kind of match together. For the sake of television, we're just going to mm -hmm. do this many, but normally I would have a huge pile of them here. And then I'm just going to roll it up like this. Move my ends out of the way. And then just come across. Oh, I have never seen that done in my whole life. This, Instead of cutting leaf by leaf by leaf. Oh my gosh. So easy. This is like chiffonade. 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 Making into ribbons like like chiffonade. Uh -huh. Wow, wow. Okay, so if I was cooking a mess of greens, this is all I need to do to get those prepared to go in the pot with mm -hmm. my bacon and onions and all the other good stuff that mm -hmm. I can't tell you because I have to kill you. It's a secret recipe. It is. You're not getting that one. I know. She does really good greens. You, you you can, you, but you can get them at Green Door Gourmet, I will say that. You can come and get those. Now, if I was going to do a salad, this is what's really interesting. Mm -hmm. This salad needs to be taught a lesson. Mm -hmm. Or given love. And you okay. can choose which way you want to look at it. It's all <laughs> in the attitude, right? Let's give it some love. Alright, you want to give it some love. That's your half. You're going to give yours love, and I'm going to give mine my frustration. Alright, okay. we're going to take this salad bowl right back over here. Mm -hmm. We got our greens in. You're going to pick up your greens, and I'm going to give you the bowl. Okay. You can put them right there in the bowl. Love. Yes. And then just love on them like this. Just massage all okay. the tension okay. out of those greens. And I am going to take out all my frustrations on mine. Just like this. Her, Her husband really did forget to take out the trash. <laughs> Albert? Uh, employees? No, I'm just kidding. Um, oh my gosh, the scent is amazing. Yes. And notice how it's changed colors. Yeah. See, it's darkening up and it feels more pliable. And the easier you are with it, the less of those compounds you're going to release. But it's okay because you might not want this time of year, it might be a little bit more bitter, right? Uh -huh. I might wait till they're a little sweeter to kind of give it this touch. You could put a little olive oil or lemon juice and salt uh -huh. on that, and the next thing you know, you've got a kale salad that's worth eating because you have released those sulfuric compounds by breaking down the leaves with your hands. All this time, I would open up some pre cut kale and just throw it in. And just throw it in, and you chew it. And, and three hours later, you're still chewing that same bite. Not this. This is the whole difference. <laughs> oh my gosh. I said, I am a cow. I mean, it's just like, you know that when you get a grizzly piece of meat and you're in a public place? 
kale salad. Same. But not this. Okay, you gently love on it, or you yep. take out your frustrations on it. Yep. That's, cooking is like therapy. Yep. Add your olive oil and your lemon juice. You don't need a lot of extra fancy salad dressing, just a little bit of that, and it'll be delicious. Mm. You don't have to chew a cup when you like it. <laughs> I absolutely love it. Okay. And that is for a kale salad. Kale salad. You got it. And that's one way of handling some greens, Dennis. Hi, I'm Brenda Fielder. When it comes to sunrooms and screen porches, we have more than 60 years' experience helping Middle Tennesseans add value to their homes. At Mid-South Exteriors, we install all types of siding, from hardy board to all the new vinyl designs. We also do custom trim, gutters and downspouts. We even do roofing. And, of course, energy-efficient replacement windows. Our website is our showroom, so we come to you and sell direct to you for less. MidSouthExteriors.com Welcome to another world where the past is alive with flavor and fun. Where a rich history and music heritage meet outdoor adventure. Here, old-fashioned skills bring yesterday's heritage into today. Here, Music reminds us where we've been and shows us where we're going. Here, you'll find inspiration made by hand and works of love preserved for future generations. You can see the world from a different point of view. Step into nature and explore the wonders all around you. Experience memorable stays and the sounds of music floating into the great outdoors. You'll have stories to tell and laughter to remember. You'll find the unexpected reminder. Enjoy down-home dishes made by hand and share the fun with friends. You'll recapture time for family fun and reconnecting with those you love. Relax in an atmosphere of welcome and a place of breathtaking beauty. You can meet the locals and get a taste of heaven. You can play hard. Sample the flavors that make each meal a moment to remember. Celebrate life and at the end of the day, immerse yourself in beauty. In Jackson County, Tennessee. Hey, this is Cheryl Lewis with Tennessee and Beyond, and we are taking a fall road trip. We're seeing some beautiful fall colors and sights along the way, and I'm pretty excited because I might just get to satisfy my quest to find the best chocolate silk pie around. We're checking out local restaurants. This one is in Waynesville, North Carolina. Let's see what they've got. My fingers are crossed. Okay, I'm here with Kenzie Eek in Lanesville, North Carolina, and she works for 209 Haywood Cafe. And who makes these wonderful pies? Our memo makes those, um, freshly made in the back of the house. Okay, and why does it say that everybody wears bread on Fridays? We wear red on Fridays for remembering everyone deployed in the military. 
Okay, awesome. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Deborah Lawrence, but everybody calls me Mama. Um, and I've been baking since I was a little girl. I've been cooking. I was raised up. We had to work, you know. And I'd fix dinner and whatever. Well, I've not been taught in a school how to do anything, but my Mama and Grandma and my Mama. How many pies do you think you make in a week? Well, I made six today. Uh, I'm down to just working two days a week because I'm 70 years old. <laughs> and uh, we've got a couple other bakers in here. And uh, so I don't have to do as much as I used to. It's just getting too much. But I've been cooking and baking ever since I was a little girl. Have you tried the coconut? I have it, but I love coconut. You should take some stuff with you. Well, I've got idea. a carrot cake I just made a couple hours ago. I've got to cut it. It is really good. <laughs> well, thank you. Sir. Sometimes you don't even have to talk. This is one happy girl. Thanks, Hey Good Cafe. You made my dreams come true. <clears throat> so good. This holiday season, the largest lantern festival in the country returns to Nashville Zoo. See more than 1,000 Chinese lanterns. Welcome back to Zoo Illumination at Nashville Zoo. Bigger, brighter, and better than ever. What part of the carrot do we eat? Uh, the the carrot. Do we eat the leaves? No. no. Do we eat the roots? We eat the roots of the carrot. So we need that soil to be loose so that the roots can grow properly. Yeah. So out here we teach the kids about plants. We show them how they grow. We show them how to care for them. Um, and we show them, you know, from planting them in the ground to harvest what that process looks like and the work that it goes into it. Many years ago, um, one of our fabulous uh, previous teachers, Mr. David Collins, developed and started this project for us here at Union. So he brought the garden, and he brought the pollinator garden, and he brought the rain garden, which is behind me, um, and he helped build our greenhouse, uh, get that built for us. And he brought chickens, <laughs> which are so fun. The kids love to see the chickens. Chickens. Welcome to the Omni Nashville Hotel, urban elegance with a vintage touch. Our 800-room hotel opened up in the fall of 2013 with 746 guest rooms and 54 suites. Alright, this is a big deal. This is making the room. Now what is in there? What have you got in I just have some oil. What kind of oil? Oh, this happens to be, what is this one? You can't, you, this one happens to be sunflower. Oh, but uh, put, I put just enough to kind of cover the bottom of the skillet. Uh -huh. Then I put two heaping, heaping tablespoons. I mean, big serving spoons, the big ones, big ones like this, with uh, flour, flour, you make a slurry, 
No, this isn't a slurry. This is just a brown roux, and then to the roux, you're going to add the, uh, the broth to the desired consistency. Who taught you how to make gravy? My mother, Cora Walker. And she was the best at making gravy. Make a good slurry gravy. A slurry gravy is you just mix up the water and the flour uh, where it's liquid uh -huh. and you pour it into the broth. This isn't a slurry. This is just like oh, uh, this say. is you do the thickener first and then add the broth. The slurry, you add the thickener to the broth. It's the opposite. Yes. Okay. You're adding the broth to the thickener, which we call roux. Of course, I didn't know it was called roux until I said, they said, because we're not from South Louisiana, we're from uh, North Louisiana, or Central, Central to North, and, uh, but, uh, of course, the people were poor, and they survived on what we call flour, gravy, and biscuits, and cornbread, and good vegetables. Actually, it was really good, healthy food. But now this, I said, oh, oh, that's I'm gonna look room. under here at the how the um, flame is not very high, not terribly oh, no, high. Because you don't want to burn this. And I made sure that even though I had prepared the vegetables and the sausage in this, uh, instead of just putting it right in there, uh, I noticed that it had browned and it, there was some residue in it. So I took a little pad and cleaned it out real good because that would have burned before this had got a chance to get. But when I'm doing uh, turkey gravy, I don't brown it as much, but I do as when I'm doing gumbo or as So you start gumbo the same way? You can. Usually it's more this, but... They're nice and dark, though. But you get it dark, but you have to be very careful and you can't leave it. All right, you've been doing this for about 10 minutes now? I don't know. I don't count the time. I'm thinking about 10 minutes to get to this, and it's kind of a, a nice light brown. The turkey gravy going a little bit lighter. Yes. The same kind of roux, if you just keep going and you get it about uh, darker, you know, if you like a dark roux for your gumbo, jambalaya, same thing. Uh, you start with this. Now, when it gets to the right color, you start adding your liquid to make it actually gravy. And then we use the chicken broth that was boiled down from rotisserie chicken carcasses. Don't ever throw those carcasses away when you're done. Boil them down and save your broth. You can freeze it. It's really cool to freeze it in an ice cube tray, too, because you can have it for just a little bit. You just need a little bit of broth. Take it out of the ice cream tray, put it in baggies, then you can take out just a little bit at a time. 
Mama Pat's recipes and of course my sister Faith Ward's recipes go to Amazon or anywhere you find cookbooks and order Cooking with Faith. Lots of wonderful recipes and the healthy versions of those same recipes are available there. Hi, I'm Lieutenant Rebecca Cowan with Cerebral Police Department and I would like to tell you some of the most common misuses that I see with child passenger safety seats. The first one I see is people not using it. Boosters, kids need to be in their boosters till they're four foot nine or nine years old. We also see a lot of unsafe seats that have been in car accidents. They need to be inspected and some manufacturers say you can't use it again. So we need to get those unsafe seats off the roadway and protect our precious cargo. Some of the misuses that we see too is buying a car seat from a yard sale or a consignment store. You don't know the history, so you don't know if it's been in a crash. And a lot of times those car seats will come through our event and they'll be missing parts that you never even knew they were supposed to have. But without those parts, it makes it unsafe. And my best advice to you guys is come by a fitting station. Have a car seat technician help you to find the right car seat for your vehicle and for your child so that they can ride safely. And remember, buckle up every trip, every time. It can save your child's life. If you're not looking for it, you'll miss it. Or if you're not listening for it. Only if you're on a mission to find a hardware store or maybe grab a bite to eat at a farm-to-fork restaurant or listen to some great music. What? All of that under one roof? And I really had uh, high hopes that it would become something more than just a sandwich shop. And in walked my partner, now Lee Miller, and um, he was, you know, doing COVID and not being a chef at the moment. And he was coming in for handyman stuff, and I showed him my kitchen space, and I said, you know, this could be a really great local food kitchen. And he was like, he kept coming back around and asking questions, and he ended up being the one. And so he brought in um, uh, local burgers grass-fed local burgers and uh, we try to use local lettuces from local farmers when we can for our beautiful salads and to dress the burgers with and it just you know he he's run a restaurant before so that was it was exactly what I needed because I I didn't want to be doing that all by myself. Jolton Hardware Feed and Pharmacy, that's pharmacy with an F, is way more than a hardware store. Chris McCarthy Hauser and her husband purchased the store a few years ago. And, and so we opened our hardware store longer hours, so you can get an air filter at not, up to 9 o'clock p.m. You can get your weed eater string or your, you know, two-cycle engine oil, whatever you need. And, um, and you might be, when you walk through to get it, you might hear some of the best music going on in the city right now. She had a desire to be a hub for farmers in Davidson and Cheatham counties in Middle Tennessee. The hardware store was just, you know, where people hung out anyway, naturally. And so by adding that kitchen, it just seemed to be a natural um, way for us to get farm food on the table. For Chris and her husband, Jolton Hardware Feed and Pharmacy is all about a feeling. 
a place where shoes are optional, but a smile is required. A place to gather, get necessities, and get that connection that only music and a meal, when shared with others, can provide. I learned how much local food can change an, a community, uh, the health of someone, and also the health of an economy. So if you want to you know, do something that's good for the environment, the most revolutionary thing you can do is find local food and purchase it from a local farmer. In Jolton, Tennessee, I'm Tammy Orender for RFD-TV. Hi, I'm Brenda Fielder. At Mid-South Exteriors, our custom sunrooms bring the sunshine in without all the heat and the bugs. And they keep you warm all winter while you enjoy the outdoors all year round. They add real value because we build them like your house to match your house. Or let us save you energy by replacing your windows and old siding. And because we have no retail overhead, we come to you and sell direct to you for less. Call us at 833-8003 or visit us at MidSouthExteriors.com uh, my name is Chris McGee. I'm a special agent with the Tennessee Ag Crimes Unit. Um, today we are sitting on I-40 uh, at the top of the Monterey Mountain. We're looking for livestock haulers. And what we're going to do is we're going to stop and do some inspections on livestock haulers, checking for uh, health certificates, make sure they have the proper health certificates, make sure they're disease-free. And we're going to check for what's called Coggins paperwork, which is for your EIA, um, which is a, it's an animal disease in horses. So for context, they were doing about 88 miles an hour in a 70 mile an hour zone. It's not while we're stopping them, but all right, I can see a horse in the back. I've been with the uh, Tennessee Ag Crimes Unit since June of 2020, um, a little over three and a half years. But prior to that, I was with the Sumner County Sheriff's Office as a patrol deputy. So what we're going to do is uh, we're going to stop this truck up here at this at this truck parking area. Her paperwork, she was aware that she had to have that kind of stuff. All her paperwork is very current. Uh, in fact, it was issued as of yesterday. She had five hogs on board. We went onto the trailer and we identified those uh, from her paperwork by their ear tags. So they are what they say they are. Thank you guys for joining us for Devin's Table. I hope you've learned a lot, and I hope it's, encur it's encouraged you to go and get your own table, right? Absolutely. Gathering around the table is the best way to be together. And I always say that if we mention something and you go, where do I get that? Pretty much everything we talk about food-wise you can find in the Green Door Gourmet Store, correct? Yes. We have so many different things available, especially all the good fresh stuff. So, GreenDoorGourmet.com is also a place for some really great recipes and a great place to get your wine. Well, I know the best place in the world is Amber Falls Winery with a wine tasting room at Opry Mills if you're in Nashville. Or head on down to their winery with all their special music events and their outdoor events and their indoor events for the holidays. Amber Falls Winery is in Hampshire, Tennessee. Remember, if you're going to be a blessing, <laughs> remember... I remember what it was. <laughs> remember, if you're going to be a blessing, you have to start by being the blessing to other people yourself. Correct. <laughs> that is the thing. <laughs> remember, if you're looking for a blessing, you got to first be one.